following message is presented by Community Gospel Church in Bremen, Indiana. It is our great privilege to share this ministry with you. We in no way intend for this to be a replacement for the local church. It is our prayer that this would serve as a resource to help make Jesus Christ known in our congregation and other congregations gathering across the world. For more information about Community Gospel Church, visit www.communitygospelchurch.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello. Welcome back. Yeah. Holy cow. It's Indiana. Man, (laughs) we do live in Indiana. I feel like, so this is what happens. You come in to podcasts, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm ignoring you, but I'm not. I'm just kind of like wrapping my mind around the fact that we're going to talk for an hour. Yeah. So I I don't talk to you a whole lot. No, that's fine. Because I'm saving it. (laughs) Can't let anything good happen. I know that's what I think. Like so, you and I were having this conversation. (laughs) You were talking to me a lot, and I was like, "I really want to talk to you, but I'm gonna wait. (laughs) I'm gonna wait a minute because it's gonna get good." So I apologize. I'm sorry. I am not easily offended. You're good. I just feel so bad. It happens every time. You're so funny because I don't even like think anything of it. I'm like, "All right, he's done talking. I can." No, every time you come in, I'm like. If it's if it's a podcast right. day, if it's not a podcast day, yeah, I'm like, hey, go. how you doing? You know, whatever the case is. But um, yeah, so like, That's I funny. felt like I was a huge jerk right there to you. I didn't feel like that, so don't worry. That's just <sighs> your that you would have probably felt like, oh, she's being a jerk. I overthink everything. I was like, great, <laughs> I don't have to talk for a sec. Hey, awesome. we we haven't been here for a while. We haven't. We haven't been it's been a, a little busy. And it was really funny because you came in. Uh, what was that Friday? Yeah. And I saw your face, and I was like, oh, my friend, my I'm friend's back. back. Hey. I'm like, I'm not here. I'm not <laughs> and staying. You just totally left. <laughs> it was like a two-second interaction. I was like, oh, and then yeah, you were gone. I was gone. And I was like, time oh. to go. Okay, so let's let's yeah. uh, let's run it back. Yeah. Um, we haven't we haven't sat down and talked in probably two or three weeks. Yes. Yes. S- so let's just let's just let everybody know that we're back. We we are back on a schedule. Uh, yeah, we're back on schedule. Gotta figure out that schedule. The ebbs and back. flows are are back. Yep. Um, our kids are going back to school this week. They are. Don't we we're not gonna talk about that. Scale of one to ten, where are you at? Because mo- some moms like mm. get really weird about this, and like some what are ten okay. being a ten being yay, go no. back to school. One being like one. this is the worst thing ever. I love my kids at home. Really? Even though they drive me crazy and it's super hard to work. It is time with my kids, and my time is so limited. Yeah. Like, we were talking to uh, some parents last night at our youth service, and they're like, we have four more summers with our kids, or we have mm. two more summers. And I'm like, stop it. Yeah. And I got a kid going into middle school this year, so that's a new adventure. And um, I think we probably should stop, or I'll get weepy, and yeah. it'll just I, – I love my kids at home. Yeah. And I this summer was an amazing summer where I saw God work in so many ways – but I was busy. Yeah. What um what's the reason you don't homeschool? Um cuz I could never teach my kids. <laughs> you have an education degree. I though. do. Yeah. Um I Not saying that you need an education. Right. It, yes. it helps a it ton. Helps. If you're, yeah, I just saying like if you have yeah. a degree or whatever, um, but yeah. Totally qualified and capable of teaching my kids. Um a few things. Number one, I think that a couple of my kids have a personality that we would struggle. Mm. Um they don't learn well from me necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um the other thing I there are some school systems that are not safe and healthy to put your students in. Yeah. That is not the case of where yeah. we live. We have an amazing school system that um, just I love our kids being part of. And 
that's their mission field. Mm -hmm. I firmly believe our kids are, you know, sent out just like we are and they have a chance to proclaim Christ in their communities um, and that their community is school. And I've had so many teachers over the years email me at the end of the year and tell me, man, we, we know your kid loves Jesus. Mm -hmm. They live that out. And I was like, yes, that's what I want. That's what they're to be doing. So that's, uh, that's why I don't. Now there are other areas um, in this, in the United States or wherever that you it's might, not safe. You might do s- it. Yeah, yeah. But not where we live. Yeah. Um, we, we share in that same, yeah. like seeing the schools as a mission field mm-hmm. and an opportunity for our kids to, you know, proclaim the gospel to the lost and stuff like that. So, but I think some people probably wonder sometimes like why we don't homeschool, yeah. you know, and what's the reason for that. And if I think if the schools weren't safe, yeah. That'd be a different reason. We have a really good, and by we, I mean like everybody at church, we have a really good relationship with administrators we d- we and do. teachers. And mm-hmm. we always have, we don't have a, a, a great deal of educators at our, at, at the church, not a, not a but lot. we have good relationships with them. We really do. And they work well with us as a church and with our parent as, as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it easier I know it's never easy to send my kids off to school. Yeah, but um, you're that mom that's out of one, huh? Yeah, yeah I am. Super sad. I, I <laughs> makes I will cry. We're, we're doing a women's <laughs> prayer thing at our church on uh, that Wednesday morning right yeah. after drop off, and I was actually talking to your wife. I'm like, I I can't come pray. Yeah. I cry for like three <laughs> hours. Like, it is funny. Like you uh, see, like moms walk out, and some of them are like, yes. yes. You know, yeah. get my thing back. And then uh, some moms walk out and they're just like, oh, I'm the one word. with the tears streaming down I'm my face. I'm so excited, but I'm not at the yeah. same time. And I, that you hit the nail on the head right there. I am so excited for what God has for them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like yeah. it's that letting go. It's that holding them loosely. It's saying, God, they're always in your hands. But this is just such an act of like, yeah. here they are, God, that be with them when I'm not. Yeah. So. OK, so. um Yesterday, um, if you're listening to this today, uh, it would be two days ago. It would be Sunday. Right. And we send our school, our kids to school um, tomorrow, if you're listening to this now. Yeah. If you're listening to this right now, we, we send our kids to school tomorrow. So you can pray for us. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, Sunday, mm-hmm. just to kind of bring things full circle, 400 and yeah, what, 78? 78, I think, backpacks were sent yeah. to Kentucky. Yep. Um, which is if you were if you listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. we did like a little bit of a mission trip update, right? And we did sports camp, and sports camp raised a bunch of money for this, yep. and they and um they were loaded too, right? Yeah, we stuffed them with all their school supplies for the year. Yeah, so four hundred and seventy eight students got a backpack. Um, yeah, what were the ages on that? Like, was there a yeah. specific student that was getting that backpack? So they have one thousand kids in their school system from um, kindergarten through twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in that range wherever i know there was one other church that had brought a couple hundred down um, cool. before us it's like a halfway the, point yeah the goal was to get mm-hmm. you know as many kids that need this yeah. um to provide that for them so super cool to see oh amazing so sad i wasn't able to go and our youth kids found out about it last night they're like why didn't we drive down <laughs> i'm like 12 hours in advance. Yeah, you're not doing that. I think you're awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so we do sports camp every year. We do. You probably heard us talking about that. And um, part of sports camp is to raise money for a specific organization. We always pick a mission to support, whether it's one of our local missionaries or one of that 
serves out of country. Um, this year just happened to be someone we had, our teens were very connected with. We were very connected with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so you just picked that. Just picked it. And this year they went, I mean, we raised what, over $2,000? Yeah. So here's, well, you could say it, like how we raise money for that. Yeah. So kids bring in change mm-hmm. or dollar bills or 20s. I, you never know what's going to be in there. Well, well pause. Like, look, yes. uh, let's put that on shelf for a second. Okay. So it. sports camp is we do every year because we're going to we're going to debrief this at yeah. the same time. We'll kill two birds with okay. one stone. So we we did sports camp. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I learned did not kn- do not know how we started sports camp. Oh, um, yeah. And by the way, uh, congratulations. You're uh, seven years ago. Two days ago, you, you were hired. Did seven? you know that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you're in your eighth. I think I'm going into my eighth year. Yeah. Eighth year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw it come up on Facebook. I yeah. was like, oh, hey, I've been working the church a while. Um, So congratulations yeah. on seven years. Um. So we started what what happened is it was called off the bench. It was. And a group of college students, yep. I don't know how we found out about it. I have no I, idea. I don't know how it came to be, to be. A group of college students came in and they said um they pitched it yeah. that we will do a camp, basically a VBS yeah. for you. Kind of like what you guys did in Kentucky. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Um and so they came in um, we had like 20 students, maybe yeah, something like that. It wasn't huge. It wasn't big. And, uh, we watched them do it mm-hmm. and we looked around and we thought we could do this way better. Right. <laughs> yeah. I remember sitting there. So my background is, um, in coaching gymnastics and teaching, but yep. I coached for a lot of 15 years and I would run camps every summer, week long gymnastics camps. Yeah. And I remember I was helping with the cheer cause they usually, that's where you I think they had go. basketball cheerleading. We didn't have a baseball field no, at the time. No, maybe football. Did we do football? It might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I just remember thinking, we could do this. We could totally do this. L- we, Yeah, this we can do this. And we can do this without bringing someone in. And yep. we can use our people. And I think, I mean, I'm a little, like, pride's <laughs> my issue. So I'm like, I can do this better. Was where I totally was thinking. But, um, yeah, it kind of morphed in. One of my friends, I pulled her along and was like hey so we're gonna do sports camp this next year Mm -hmm. and she's like we are do you remember why how we got to sports camp like because we went from off the bench yeah we didn't want to name it off the bench we didn't and i don't think we could have because no yeah that would probably been some i don't know how we got i think i I cannot remember you're real big you've always been really big on make it so people know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. so i think it was like we're doing sports and, and it's, it's a, a camp. camp. <laughs> <laughs> we, there you go. I told that to a guy the other day because they said, what do you call? Or no, uh, a guy in a church, he was like, we should rename our men's ministry. And I love this guy. Like, he's a great yeah. guy. And I said, we're going to call it men's ministry. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, we minister to men. Right. Let's keep it very like. We used to have all these names. We did. I tried to. In fact, I tried to redo all of the kids stuff. Well, uh, they, I came yeah. in with stuff. And yeah. I didn't like any of it. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to redo this. It. The we only thing that stuck is velocity, which is our youth. Yep. And um, clubby. I have no idea why it's called clubby. I don't either. It I think it started, um, if I remember right, I think it started from the curriculum that we used to use way back. Oh, the elevate. It stuff. was the elevate yeah, curriculum. So e. we just called it club elevate and there then it go. went to club E. It should probably be rebranded at some point. But, but everybody knows what everybody it is. Everybody knows it. So it's like. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm like. I don't know. I could change it, but people would still refer to it. And kind of same with Velocity, although I use CGC Youth pretty interchangeably with Mm -hmm. that. And And to be fair, 
CGC Children's has slowly crept into. Yes. So we have like CGC Children's and then we have CGC Youth. I think we could change it and nobody would say anything. Yeah. And sometimes I pull out CGC students because I need to incorporate all of them. I'm like, I don't know what else to call it. So. Yeah. I've been trying to get rid of Velocity forever because I started it and I was like, we can change it. Yeah. We can get rid of it. it, Not offended at all. I don't. Yeah. People just. They refer to it even when I don't. Yeah, so, so it's it's some it, things are hard to change. They are, um, but that sports camp was essentially those are the two things. This is what we're doing, and mm-hmm. sports VBS sounded funny. Yeah, so and it's not a VBS. It's not. It's it has a l- some of the components, yeah. but it doesn't have all of them. Yep. Um, yeah. So so this so it went from off the bench to sports camp, and then to to really summarize and make it a long story short because it's a long story. Yeah. Uh, we just have seen progressive growth Absolutely. throughout the years every year and then last year we were the only people who were open for any we sort were. of bbs or anything like that we and were. it just became it just got big it did last year was in spite of you know people being closed we had 130 140 students and mm-hmm. then we doubled that this year so it yeah was over 200 insane. kids uh-huh. students yep. um and then campers and then over 100 volunteers. Yeah. And that's been our biggest volunteer. Uh, it's been amazing to see year. the volunteer growth. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even more. The The camper growth has been, it, it, it hovers, it started at 80. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get 100. We grow by like 20, 30, and, you know, student increments. Um, this year we did grow by 100, which was, uh, it was amazing to watch that happen. Mm-hmm. 100 of them were actually visitors to our church which is right huge but to see the growth in our volunteer base um the buy-in from the church the support from the church it's unreal and we have people helping and so it's like i have people go i don't do sports mm-hmm. like that's not my thing and i'm like there are so i have we so, plug it that way though we do mm-hmm. and i was making up jobs <laughs> i'm like oh i just got five more people yeah um this is your job for the week mm-hmm. go around and rehang everything that falls and they're like I can do that. Right. And it was amazing. So it was really cool. It stretched me as a leader big time of how do I plug people into their gifting? Um, how do I help them push them if they need that? How do I create space for them? And just I hope that everyone that volunteered left with a feeling of I contributed mm-hmm. in, an, in an important way. How do, how do you do that? When somebody comes in and they look at it, I mean, that's, that's a leadership yeah. lesson for sure. But somebody comes in, I want to serve, and you're like, we have a spot. I don't know where that spot is. Yeah. How do you help that person find that spot? Yeah. A lot of times I ask, I just like, ask a lot of questions, you mm-hmm. know, like I kind of list, these are our major needs. Yeah. Um, do any of these interest you? And I'm very, very open at the very beginning of the conversation. If it doesn't interest you, don't do it. Mm-hmm. This is not a one and done day. Like if this is a one time, one day, a couple hours, you can do anything. This is all week long. And you're going to be exhausted. Five o'clock to eight thirty nine. o'clock Right. And so I ask, like, do these, I ask, is this something that interests you? Is this something you would enjoy doing? If the answer is no, then it's, okay, what do you enjoy doing? Where do you feel God has gifted you? What, what are your strengths? Okay. Then I can kind of go, I can plug you in here or there. I like, I had so many people go, I just want to be behind the scenes. Right. And I'm like, great. I can find a place for that. That's not up front, not in your face. Um, someone, I can be there at the beginning and at the end, but I can't be in the middle. Awesome. You can be a greeter, you know? So I try to really work with people and I ask a lot of questions because I do feel this is, this is a big, long commitment. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's only a week, but when you're in the middle of that week, it sometimes feels like it's forever. What's really amazing too is 
we we don't like publish it. No. Like a whole lot. We've I gotten to the point where if something works, it just works. Yeah. And we've gotten to the point where maybe two or three weeks uh, in the pulpit, we'll say, hey, yep. if you want to serve at sports camp, sign up. Um, same with like registrations. We're yeah. like, we just kind of throw it out there and we're like, this is happening mm-hmm. right now. And if you want in, you can be in. I, I think it gives a good testament to if something works. Like yeah. You don't have to sell it. Right. You know? Right. Um, we did at the start. At, yep. At the beginning, we back. used to do especially publicity in the community. Mm-hmm. And I dropped the ball this year big time on some of our typical publicity things. Um, and <laughs> we had more students than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So not to say you should drop the ball. That's definitely not the answer. But I think, like you said, it we we are known for doing this with excellence. Yeah. And people want to be part of that. And I think word of mouth has a lot to do with it. Our people are excited, so they're inviting their friends. It also is a pillar. And mm-hmm. I think if we're learning any lessons, um, I just finished, uh, I don't have my um, iPad in front of me, but uh, I finished um, this book called, uh, essentially, it's, it's about, it, I, don't, I can't remember the title to save my life, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> um, it's about the ebbs and flows of oh, yeah, ministry, yeah. Okay. the seasons of your ministry. Yep. And sports camp has always been our, our one of our high peaks. Yeah. Um, we don't come down for a long time. Um, no. There's only a couple weeks in there before we start up, you know, children's yep. and youth and all the other things that are happening and going on. But um, w- the church also knows that, though. Yeah. That this is a peak time. Yep. And um, we, we want to peak there. Yeah. You know, and we want to make sure. Christmas and Easter are the other two, if, just yep. in case you're wondering or curious. But, um, so, yeah, so we have all these students in. We have all these volunteers in, which was really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And then you pick uh, a ministry. And so you, you looked at Kentucky. Yeah. And then the students bring in um, change. They do. They bring in change. And we make it a competition between boys and girls because every kid wants to compete against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let's be real. The adults do, too. Yeah. And we might get into it way more. And um, losers, guy coaches or girl coaches will get a pie in the face. Yeah. So that's always fun. Um, yeah. And this year, I mean, just from bringing in change. Yeah. I mean, you're talking thousands of dollars yeah, which over is 2000, which is awesome which is crazy they it's really fun to see and it's like i don't know that the kids get what they're supporting um mm-hmm. our teenagers did yeah. uh, because they had just seen the poverty in that area and i had a few of our teenagers come up and go jessica they need that so bad right, right, right. and so they are beginning to get it and which i think is the really cool thing about sports camp it is geared for students, mm-hmm. for kids, for elementary, preschool age. That is our target. That is our focus. But nine times out of ten, it is my leaders who learn more. Yeah. Um, and I see it year after year. Um, and I think that was one of those moments where the kids don't get, like, the impact that their money that mom gave them or mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Although I'll say, like, a lot of kids pull their allowance stuff. I mean, my kids, they, they go in their, their little piggy banks right. and they pull out. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, mom, we're sure. Yeah. Um, so just a really cool thing to see and to watch our leaders learning and being impacted just as much as our kids. Who do you think grows more at sports camp, the uh, volunteers or the campers? Me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the leaders, hands down. I think it stretches us. It yeah. challenges us. I think um, I've even heard in years past, oh, my goodness, that lesson that so-and-so taught she's not wrong right i'm like so i i think it's the leaders i think you learn so much by serving yeah you um grow so much by serving and um the kids benefit from it we had salvations this year i had the privilege of leading three kids to the lord um and i know some kids mom and dad called and said 
they, they accepted Christ after you talked. They came right home and we talked all about Jesus and yeah. they accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. And but I think it's the I think it's the leaders. Yeah. And it's that un- unapologetic bent towards the gospel. I think that's the big thing at, at Community Gospel mm-hmm. that we constantly drive home is evangelism and edification. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we're not sharing the gospel, it's not worth it. Right. We'll say no to things all the time. Yep. People come up to us and, hey, would you do this? And we're like, well, where's the gospel piece in there? Mm-hmm. And then number two is, you know, how does this m- mature us as believers in Christ? And um, if that's not there, you know, we're, we're probably not going to be involved a whole lot, too. Um, but, yeah, you watch the the volunteers. We position them accordingly. Mm-hmm. They sit with the students during yeah. lessons. They're small group leaders. They're. Um, their shirt says coach on the back yeah. of it. <laughs> and this past, uh, when we were there, this, uh, girl was acting up and I looked over at her during the lesson. I said, Hey, we gotta, we gotta pay attention. And, uh, she's like, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the story. And so I look back at her and I'm like, well, my name's Jordan. And she's like, Oh, and I'm like, so now you know me. The best part is I'm pretty sure I heard this story from someone else. That oh watched yeah. It, happen. it was so funny. I'm like, that's, Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. But yeah. So we see, um, we see this happen. Uh, <laughs> I can go like five different ways with this, but right. I want to, uh, I'm, I'm going to go like one specific direction. And I think this is something that people don't understand and we have to speak into a little bit, but the successes of children's ministry are for the students. But why is it so, uh, or wh- why are we seeing, I guess, in, in our society today and where we're at, um, whether that be teachers or volunteers especially adults maturing more than than students we've seen it yeah what four or five years now right. i mean it doesn't matter if it's a sunday morning so we run right. to you have um children's nine o'clock hour we have children's mm-hmm. 10 o'clock hour we have children's midweek wednesday we have sports camp we have seen more s- uh adults i think mature yeah. and you correct me if i'm wrong no but i think we've seen s- more adults mature Plus, I think we've watched a church grow yeah. because people have come in for their students and they said, I want my kid mm-hmm. to learn and grow. And then all of a sudden, like they start yeah. and they start taking off. It, it does not feel backwards. It does. But here's the really cool thing about working with kids. You drop all the all the pretenses. Mm-hmm. You drop them. You 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 get to be silly mm-hmm. and it's accepted. You get to you get to ask a question and you might not even know the answer, but you're asking it because you think the kids are going to ask it. Sure. And so like you get, I don't know. I feel like it drops the walls mm-hmm. It and when the walls get dropped, then they lean in. Right. Um, I think a lot of it is leadership. You know, the people who are up front leading, we're leaning in. And as we lean in, they lean in more too. And, um, but I think, I think something about kids, you're just able to drop walls that you've put up. Um, anytime you teach, you learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime you have to teach, present material, anytime you have to lead a small group, you learn from that. Um, whether it's in the preparation or just as you're asking, reading questions off a paper, you're thinking through that. It mm-hmm. just comes naturally. Like you can't shut that off. Um, so I think there's a little bit of that. Uh, and I think there's something to be said about growing together mm-hmm. with people. Um, when you're serving, especially a lot of our ministries, Wednesday night and sports camp are a great um, example. It's a consistent people base that you're serving week in and week out. And so I think there's a lot of edification and challenging and accountability that happens between leaders right. just because of time spent together. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that's some of it too, but I don't know. It's, I, I always look back at sports camp, especially, but, um, different areas. And I go, man, I think the leaders got more than out of that than the kids did. Um, and I know I do. I, there's something about serving that should empty you because you're pouring out, but you're so filled up at the same time and it Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. But I think that's why God's hand is in it because it doesn't make sense, but it, I don't know. It just does. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it it is. I think Friday Friday was hard for me, and it always is at sports camp because I get so used to being with the students. Mm-hmm. This year, I think I was more with with students than I've ever been mm-hmm. in the years past. Part of that is because I'm on stage and right. l- leading songs with my wife and stuff like that. But um, Friday came and the adults came in. I was almost like like minor depression. Yeah. Cause I'm like, oh man, here comes the adults. But I always feel that way. No, oh, I'm just so uh, now, yeah, <laughs> now I know how you feel. I love kids and students, and I'm like, oh, adults. Okay. All these adults came in, and I was like, oh, like, you do, but your walls go back up. Yeah, you begin to wonder how are they going to perceive you when mm-hmm. you're working with kids. It's just there's a lot of grace. There's so much grace. Yeah. Um. There's so much of freedom to just be fun mm-hmm. and not worry. Or you don't. I don't know. You just drop the walls. But you, uh, students are so teachable and trainable yeah. too. So you can yes. you can throw in a concept and um, and talk through some things, and they're gonna listen and they're open to that, right. you know. Um, but in the same breath, like adults were more closed off, and mm-hmm. uh, but in the same breath, you still tear out people, and by tear I mean at Community Gospel, we still if if you teach, you have to be a member, right. and if you but you can serve with not being a member, so why is that important in moving forward? Like why, why not just take anybody and put them into that, that serving or teaching position? Well, I think the biggest thing, and I could totally not be speaking in the same direction (laughs) as the pastor of our church right now. For me, membership means you agree and believe with the things that we agree and believe with. Mm -hmm. So we see your statement of faith. We know you've accepted Christ as Lord and savior. We know you've been baptized and you've modeled that well because Maybe not with the young, young kids, but I guarantee if you start teaching on baptism, at some point they're going to go, when were you baptized? Right. And you need to be able to have that credibility to say, this is when I was. And if um, you ask somebody, when did I come to know Right, the Lord? exactly. Like, yeah. Or what do you believe about da-da-da-da? Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, it's going to be addressed somewhere in our covenant, mm-hmm. um, somewhere in our, this is this is what I agree. We just make sure your beliefs are aligned. Yeah. Um, we all have baggage. We all have backgrounds, and our church is such a melting pot of different backgrounds, right. I think. Um, you look out, and you're like, man, the church, the different types of churches everybody came from. Um, I think membership just says, this is where we're at. This is what we believe. And there, by signing that, by saying we want to become members, you're agreeing to we believe the same thing. And when you're teaching truth to our kids, we have to be on the same page. Yeah. Um, even in an outreach event? You'd say even in an outreach event? If there's a teaching component, mm-hmm. um, so you're going to stand up in front and teach people, then yeah. yeah, I think so. What do you do if somebody wants to come in and serve and, and, and teach, and, but they don't, they don't go to our church? Like, how um, do you handle that? I think teaching is, like, I view it as the word of God. Mm-hmm. Like, the word, like, we're opening up God's word. If you're teaching them volleyball, yeah. that's different. Yeah. So you don't have to be a member to teach volleyball or right. soccer or... Um, different things like that. There are, uh, uh, yeah. So 
but that case, yeah, you need to, Mm -hmm. if you're in a teaching where you're opening up God's word and you are, um, yeah, going through it, I think that needs to be. Now we, small groups in sports camp setting is not like a small group in a youth group Sunday night setting. Right. So our small groups in our sports camp setting are things like, what did Miss Jessica teach you about Mm -hmm. this? Or read this line, read this question. There's not a lot of extra. We try to make sure those are always members or like your father-in-law helps every year. Right. Um, I'm not going to ask him to be a member of our church. We vetted him. We, yeah. So there's some <laughs> vetting in some of those situations. Like I, I trust that he knows Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, again, I probably wouldn't have him stand up and teach our main lesson though. Right. Right. So I think sports camp is slightly different in that. Like we say there are small groups, but they're not your, they're not what you might think of as a traditional small group, like Sunday nights. Uh, for youth group, we have small group, and those people have to be members. Well, I think the reason I bring it up and the mm-hmm. reason I, I, I bring it to light is because I think people could be listening to this, and they're like, okay, like just bring any volunteer yeah. in. You know, like this isn't a, a part of our 9 a.m. or 10:10 service, and they just look mm-hmm. at it and they say, okay, like I'm going to find as many people as I can right. to help. And you have to be selective. Always. So if we're looking at this from a leadership angle and we're looking at this from some sort of facilitation angle, there has to be um, your standards still have to go through throughout the whole thing. And I don't think you can drop those standards because you're setting yourself up for failure when you drop those standards. These are consistencies that we have. So if, for example, I have we have different sports within those different sports even if what they would deem their head coach, although I don't think this is true. I think all of our head coaches were members of our church. Yeah. They just are. We always, I split up small groups. You're going to have our key people, mm-hmm. you know, now we allow our youth to do some of that because right. we think it's good teaching and training, but there's a member alongside them. Right. You know, we're over like, Hey, you're going to walk past this. Um, because there is a little bit of teaching, training, equipping the next generation that I feel pretty strongly on, but, and they're, teens so they can't become members yet you know mm-hmm. they're we, we we're careful with that but again yeah there's always we're always looking do we have people and part of that is I know what you believe and I know you're committed to the mm-hmm. work of our church yeah and the work of the church and you've proven that and a lot of times that comes with membership yeah um, so I don't know the the older I get the more I can make a case for membership and I think if anything it is just a a written declaration of like our our membership is not this huge intense process no, it's really it's simple a, it's a declaration of faith and when did you get baptized after that declaration of faith and do you agree with you know the doctrines of the church yeah. and I think when when we look at sports camp we look at the things that are running in the church we look at the things that are happening you you need to make sure because I can just I can just hear somebody listening to this be like, hey, we can do this. Mm-hmm. And the the undercurrent to anything we run, children's, men's, women's, it doesn't matter. The undercurrent to what we run is those consistent factors of yeah. you need. I'm not going to say mature believers, but you need believers who are committed yeah. to what you're doing in the local church. Yeah. And that that membership helps solidify that I'm in. Yeah. And, and do we have non-members who are serving at sports camp? Yes. Hundred percent. There's there's tons of them mm-hmm. there. It's a, one of my favorite ways to pull people in mm-hmm. because it gives them a taste of this is what we do. Yeah. Every week, because sports camp is big and it's a hoopla and there's a lot, but the basics of it are what we do every single week. Right. Um. And so they get a taste of it. Well, I want more of that. Okay. Well, here's the next steps to take. And a lot of times, if it's 
it is that membership step. Yeah. I guess what I'm driving home is there's nothing wrong with asking people uh, with our society right now. There's nothing wrong with sitting down with somebody and saying, I need to know your testimony. Yeah. I need to know when you confess that you're a sinner and believe Jesus is the Messiah, the Savior, the Son of God. Yep. And I need to know when you made that declaration of baptism. Yeah. And that's important. And if you have outside people, like take my father-in-law, for mm-hmm. example, if you have somebody who's coming in, he drove almost an hour every yeah. night to come here. And if if he's coming in and if he's serving, we know that we're not asking you to become a member yeah. of our church just to serve here. But we do need some sort of like mm-hmm. lineup. If anything, I think this is a strong case to join some sort of affiliation or denomination yeah. because we could we could partner with yeah. another church so easy and have that there but again the reason that that we're bringing that up is society's going to tell you get as many warm bodies as you can right. to have a big event sports camp has only grown because it's slow steady growth yeah. with keeping those consistencies yep. uh, you know firm and and making sure that okay people who are in really prominent spots mm-hmm. need to have proper yeah i even hate we're using this word because people hate it right documentation yeah. of who they are and what they're all about because you can't have something that comes in and somebody walks in and goes i know that guy mm-hmm. there's no way that he should be working with kids right. there's no way that he should be even in this church and we get the ability then to look at him and be like you know what we've done diligence yep. Because mom and dad are going to find the cracks. Oh, absolutely. You know, and society's going to find the cracks. Yep. We put hundreds of photos up yep. every single night of the, of this event. And you get people that are just scanning, you yep. know, like oh, they're trying to find the errors. They're trying to find what's wrong. you got to do your diligence with, with that undercurrent. Mm-hmm. And I think you do a good job of it. Um, same with, um, you know, children's and nursery on a Sunday morning aspect. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure that you're doing your checks. You need yeah. to make sure that you know these people and that you're growing consistently um, instead of just saying, I want, because uh, people did this. Like we did this on, uh, I think it was Tuesday Tuesday or Wednesday. People would come up and they're like, there's so many kids here. And I'm like, stop, hold on a second. Numbers aren't everything. Right, no. Like the most important person is the one in front of your face. Yep. And this may look big, but it's really small. Yeah. It was, I, it, and I love that you said that because if you look at our ratios, we're a one to two ratio mm-hmm. probably, if maybe even not that. Like if that. It might be closer to one to one at certain times. Um, at about one to two, and it's like, that. yes, it's big, but it's not. And so it it's slow, it's steady growth, it's consistent, solid leadership. It's finding, if you're wanting to put on something, First of all, don't. There's nothing wrong with dreaming big, but start small mm-hmm. and build the blocks. If I would have my first year come out with these numbers, we wouldn't have been ready. Oh, we no. wouldn't have known how to. Our church wouldn't have known how to handle that. Mm-hmm. We would have had ten people taking yeah. care of two hundred students. But the the steady growth of it, um, and watching different people step up and lead and sports camp runs like I oversee everything. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what they did in baseball. Yeah. I, I don't know what drills they played in soccer and I'm not, I have no clue what cheers were done. Mm-hmm. And I'm good with that because the leaders in those sports that handled it all. And I trust their leadership, their judgment. I know that they are, um, if everything they do is going to be gospel centered and right. that, um, that's going to be their main push. And I heard out on the baseball field this week, 
man, mom, we were talking about keeping our feet planted Mm -hmm. when we bat. You got to keep your feet firm. You got to have a good foundation. But then they brought up, we got to have a good foundation in our walk with God. And that's building our life on the rock. Right. Like the wise man. And I was like, yes, like that's what's happening. And I think that's a really cool thing about sports camp. And the fact that it is gospel centered is coaches are finding those ways to push them in. So find people that can make those analogies and those connections for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but it starts with knowing they have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. The other thing that was new this year, speaking of coaching, um, is you made a, you made a connection piece. Uh, part of our name is community gospel community. I think sometimes people get that confused. I think sometimes people think community is like, we have community here. Um, which we do, which we do. Yep. Uh, somebody said it a long time ago. Um, they said, if your church was removed right now, if everybody in your church and your church building left and it wasn't there, would the community suffer? Right. And I think that's so huge. Uh, huge. And I think about that every year yep. that we do something. If yeah. we were not here, would the community suffer and hurt? And and yeah. my, my hope and, and prayer is that it would. Yeah. Because um, we want to be yep. that light. Yeah. So you reach out to coaches from the community which is is. a new piece this year it is um our our theme this year was legendary faith Mm -hmm. um talking about legends and everyone has sports legends you follow and i remember being a kid and you looked up to who is yours uh well i was a gymnast so kim zameskel was huge um shannon miller you probably don't know these names it's fine i know who shannon miller is yeah um (laughs) met mary lou retton all right i got that Um, she's before your time though she is but you grew up knowing who she was and her perfect 10 and her coach bella caroli and so that was my you even know the coach 100 percent um i've even been in the same room as him well get out of here i've met quite a few olympic gymnasts um over my time but anyways as a kid, then I did high school sports too. Like, um, mm-hmm. but when I was younger, you'd have like the high school camps. And yeah, the players would be there and the coaches. And at that point, coaches stuck around for a long time. I don't know what it's like now, but there wasn't a lot of changeover, and um, you just looked up to them. And I mm-hmm. thought, man, what a cool way to like get our kids. I want. I don't want them looking up to just anyone, and yeah. that was the whole point of like these sports people. They're they're great, but who should we really be looking up to? And so we walked through Hebrews 11. But I talked to some of our varsity coaches, and I said I'd love to help. There's not a lot of excitement for our high school program simply yeah. because our kids don't know them. Yeah. Um, so it worked. It was a super easy ask because I already had relationships with a couple of them, and just on an, like one night I said any chance you'd be interested in this? And they're like, yes. Just coming out. Like, let's do it. So they came out. Now, to yes. because of our previous conversation, they yes. didn't come out and teach, like, Bible lessons. No, no, no. no. They, they came out for just the sporting part of it. The really cool thing is every coach I ask is a solid uh, born-again believer. Mm-hmm. Super fun. But that's not necessarily your community. Side part. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's just an extra bonus. Huge plus. Huge plus. Yeah. Um, that's the bonus of the community we live in, going mm. back to why I will send my kids to the public yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they came out and they did a 30-minute coaching session. Mm-hmm. Um, talked to my coaches beforehand, asked their thoughts on it. They were like, yes, that would be amazing. Yeah. And part of it is because they're passionate about the sport they're coaching. Um, yeah. That's the great thing about putting people in their giftedness is they love the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so they came out and did a 30-minute little coaching clinic with the kids coaches afterwards were like jessica that's just what we needed wednesday nights are one of our hardest nights at sports camp Mm -hmm. um 
It got us over the hump. It does. And it was one of those, they're like, the kids were done listening to us. Mm-hmm. They didn't They didn't want to listen to They just wanted to go play play baseball. Play and the coaches soccer. are coming in fresh. Not yeah. our coaches, the Theirs. coaches. Like, they're like, well, we can give you 30 minutes. That's yeah. nothing. So yeah. they did a coaching clinic. It gave our coaches a chance to, my baseball coaches were like, we learned something. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my coaches was like, he brought Jesus in all the time. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. And I knew he would. Um, and they... I think everyone left very happy. Um, the kids thought it was really fun. And just part of my desire was to build that connection with the, with mm-hmm. the school. I think yeah. anytime we can bridge a gap in between two things, sports is such a huge um, it's the American presence. Idol. Yeah. yeah. And that's no different for our small town. Mm-hmm. And if we have relationships, so it's part of this is like totally looking for the f- towards the future. Absolutely. Okay. So now there's a youth event and there's a basketball game. Bingo. I can now, they, there's a relate, they know me, they know the stuff we're doing. Mm-hmm. They, there's a little bit of buy-in to what we're doing here at our church. Yeah. They might be that more likely to say, go to the youth event. And I don't know if they will or not, but. It's done with excellence. It is. Like, so they came out and if anything, we, we are a church surrounded by four cornfields. Oh yeah. We're in the middle of nowhere. And there is a tendency with, with a church that's surrounded by that specific agriculture to say, I don't know what's going on yeah. there. I can't literally see it. Right. Um, we see kind of what's happening. The Internet's opened that up a little bit. So yeah. now we can kind of show people, you know, what we're doing and what we're all about. But until you come and witness mm-hmm. this for yourself, you have to have, have to have avenues for, uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally throw my, my theology in here. <laughs> I believe 100% with all my heart that the church is for the believer. Yes. And, and we live in a society where that door has been opened yeah hasn't happened for generations the church was always closed it was persecuted and if you came in you came in off a personal invite that's another sermon for another day but church gathering 1010 is for the believers and in our society today you are welcome to come and and witness that Mm -hmm. for yourself you're you are free to come and visit community gospel church i'd love for you to to be here but just understand that like the things that we're preaching and teaching are not going to make sense to you if you don't know jesus right it's just not gonna you're gonna be lost Mm -hmm. who gathers and drinks a small cup and takes a little piece of bread and sings and gives money like all these things are so foreign to our culture Mm -hmm. but you have to as a church have what we call inlets where they Mm -hmm. come in these uh, and these people aren't secular. I get that, but they're from the community to walk in. And I saw more coaches look at it as like, Whoa, Mm -hmm. like not, this is not done on a, on a, uh, you know, just mundane level. This is not done. These people are not passive about it. They looked at it and they're like, they're passionate about Jesus, but they're also passionate about the students and what we have going on in the community. Yeah. And there were conversations that were taking place. I saw coaches, these coaches in our community Mm -hmm. with conversations taking place. I heard them say, you have a good thing going here. Like, we're excited to be here. And man, you don't know where they're at. You don't know what's going on with them. But to have them help you and you encourage them. Yep. Like, hey, let's be let's be somewhat partnered here. Yeah you know, to be the change for the students. It was really close talking to one of the coaches and someone he'd brought, like I said, uh, the, the main head coaches of the sports I brought, they happen to be believers, which is just an amazing, Mm -hmm. not a coincidence. There's no coincidence, but you know what I mean? It's just really cool that that happened. But one of them, he wasn't. And, um, the coach goes, I can't talk to him Mm -hmm. like this 
on the school baseball field. Bingo. But I had so many opportunities to tell this man about Jesus today. And I thought, we're providing opportunities. And you're doing it here. Here. What a cool way. Like, you know, it got him through. He goes, he walked through the door of a church for the first time Mm -hmm. in years. He didn't stay because he walked right out to the the field. But he was here. He goes, Mm -hmm. that's that we were praying for an opportunity for that. So it was really cool to watch kind of God work in some of those situations. Um, Some of the teenagers, they brought some of their basketball players or baseball players. One of them was a kid that attends our youth and he was jazzed. Like it was fun. He loved it. So again, it was something new. Um, I think it'll be worth conversation of, do we do this in years to come? I don't Mm -hmm. know. It was, I'm never stuck on one thing all the time, but I do like the beginning of developing those relationships between the community and us. Any way we can work with the community Mm -hmm. and work with coaches even, because I I work with youth. That's a pull. I'm constantly fighting the sports church thing all Mm -hmm. like all the time. If we can work with coaches Mm -hmm. and not against each other, I think it'll just benefit everyone in the long run. Well, and it sounds like at the same time, being unapologetic about yeah who we are yeah, you know like we do. hey we want to work with you um <laughs> there's been times at the church where we've looked at people and um i remember well we've done this a couple times we're like if we can't share the gospel here we're not coming right you Absolutely. know like that's that's just how it is and they're like okay you're not coming yeah. and we we have not been invited yeah. you know and and we're like okay we're unpopular we're okay with that yeah um but there's also been times where we have that approach and I guess I'm looking at it from somebody who's, who's thinking and brainstorming and, you know, like, Oh man, like, could we do this? You have to have the undercurrent first and foremost of people who are on the same page as you're on. Yes. Like don't just bring in people who are just going to be like, we'll help you run this event. It's not about running an event. No. The undercurrent's always got to be the gospel. It's always got to be about getting people to come to know, make declarations of the gospel, letting them choose for themselves who they're going to serve. But then the second thing is, you know, being unapologetic in your approach. I think if anything, sports camp, excuse me, has taken off because, and it's the same reason why the church has taken mm-hmm. off, because we have just said, this is who we are. Yeah, absolutely. And we're not going to apologize for no. it. There's no reason to apologize for no. it. And we, we, we love it, you yeah. know, so we would love for you to love it too. Yep. But you gotta, you gotta figure that yep. out, you know, um, and it was the same with anything we do. Um, we just hosted a softball tournament this past weekend, and um, it technically wasn't our event. Um, we support the ministry mm-hmm. that uh, th- that um, had that yep. that um, opportunity for these people. Um, but we saw our church show up, mm-hmm. and we see our, our our people in our church show up, and we know the undercurrent is the yeah. people in our church. And we're saying, hey, man, like you stepped on this field today. There's no reason why I, I had this conversation with a guy on, uh, I think it was Saturday. I said, I, I looked at him and I was like, Hey, I'm just gonna call him Tom. Yeah. I was like, Tom, the church is also open on Sunday at 10, right. 10, you know, like you should just come and see, mm-hmm. I didn't tell him to come to church. I just said, you should come see if you can come here yeah. and you can stand on this field. Same with your coach, you know, yep. and the other coach, you can also come into the sanctuary. Yep. It's, it's not going to catch on fire, right. you know? Um, but we hope you will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so we went from sports camp yeah. um, and then you went on vacation we for did. a week, yeah. uh, which was great. Was. Um, and now we're moving into this next season. Yeah. All that to say, uh, just because we have like just a few minutes left, yep. but um, 
All that to say, with everything that transpired this summer, mm-hmm. what is your one big takeaway? My and I'll do my one yeah. big takeaway. But what's the what's the big thing that you would say? This is uh, this is where I was excited, and this yeah. is what I learned. Um, man, personally, what I learned there was there was a lot of irons in the fire, and they were amazing, and I loved every bit of it. But I like to I tend to carry a lot of that weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had I had I, I remember three very distinct different moments where I was just on my knees before God and crying because that's what I do going. I can't carry this. Mm-hmm. I need you to. Um, and I don't release control ever. And so that's learning how to. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And, but I felt like that was a lesson I was learning this summer over and over in so many different avenues of let me control this, Jessica. Mm-hmm. I got this. Yeah. And when I would, when I would finally surrender, man, it was, it didn't take away the irons. There was still a lot to do, but the, f- the lightness of that, it wasn't heavy. The burden wasn't heavy because I wasn't carrying it. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's just been like, when I feel like it's getting heavy, I've got to evaluate. Did I pick them up again? Did I pick up that backpack? Mm. Did I pick it up and put it, take on that? I can't, I can't change lives. Right can't save souls right i can do what god's called me to do and leave him to do the rest and trust that it might not be exactly how i think it should be but usually it's 10 times better yeah um you can only control yourself yeah and so just that releasing to god that was probably my biggest um thing i think my favorite thing was watching the growth in our teens this summer Mm -hmm. i watched them just go from, yeah, we come to church and we have fun with our friends to we love Jesus mm-hmm. and we cannot wait to serve. And where can we help and how can we? I had someone, one of my youth leaders told me yesterday, she goes, I, I was talking to an older person in the church and I used to ask the teens to help like do something and they kind of look at me and walk on. And yeah. they're like, she goes, I, I, I took a shot this week and I asked a kid, to, one of the teens to help and they found four of their friends and they did the whole thing. Bingo. And I'm like, Yes. Yeah. So watching that, that's been my one of my favorite things this summer is just watching the growth. Um, they've experienced Jesus. Yeah. And when you experience Jesus, it changes your life. Yeah, I would say it's it's really interesting to get your take because you have eyes on on youth and children. Yeah. And I have eyes on adults. Right. I, yeah. You do the adults. Yeah. You're kind of <laughs> like, hey, Jordan, is that guy crazy or no? Yeah. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, he's in progress. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Aren't we all? I would say, if anything, this summer, I we have had more conversations about membership. It's just constantly popped up. It's constantly come up, and um, from those conversations, have ju- they've just been very edifying because I think the commitment uh, people people are evaluating adult wise are mm. evaluating or have evaluated this past summer of man, where do I really stand mm. with Jesus? And I think they have watched students grow. They have watched their kids grow. We've seen more people come to the church because their kids are yeah, growing. Absolutely. And they're like, I want what, what they have. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're like, well, there's no children's ministry for adults. But, but wouldn't it be is. fun? Oh, yeah. Adult <laughs> youth group. We're already talking about that. Um, but, uh, but, but having those conversations of going back to the basics. Right. One of the things that, that popped up at sports camp that, we say it every year, but I tell um, all. So every night we have a meeting, 
and you're like, Jordan, just give them like, yeah. you know, one thing to get them to go on. We call them like how to win. Like yeah. this is just how to win tonight. And I tell them the same thing every year. I say, you got to get down on a student's level. Mm-hmm. You need to get down on your knees and you need to look a student in the eye and you tell them what they need to hear, you yeah. know? Um, and we've learned this summer, the importance of, of one and just mm-hmm. like, Hey, this is where I'm at. This is, this is who I'm dealing with right now. And God has put that person in my path. And we've had conversations about who is Jesus and yeah. who is Jesus to you. I love what Jesus says to Pilate when he says, who do you say I am? Right. You know, um, and uh, and he's and then Pilate looks back at me and says, what is truth? Yeah. You know, and and it's almost like Jesus and him have like this this <laughs> doctrine conversation, like in two sentences, mm-hmm. which I think it was longer than two sentences. But that's another story for another day. But anyway, um, we're having that with people. Is, is Jesus mm-hmm. truth? Is his right. word truth? Have you made a declaration of faith? And in our society today, I think there's so many people, and I think adults have evaluated it this summer with what they've seen mm-hmm. and participated in, of, man, do I really have yeah. a relationship with God through faith in Christ? And have I made a declaration of faith like students have made mm-hmm. a declaration of faith through the act of baptism yeah. and, and submission and um, just seeing that it's that it's it's worth it. So I'm excited and curious of how that momentum carries right. into yeah our September, our October, and absolutely right. I would just love to see people, and I guess that's my prayers to see people, and we'll s- we'll see if it it comes to fruition. But to see the consistency, yeah. stay, yeah. You know, that's what we were talking about um, with some of my leaders. Um, both sports camp and my youth leaders of we have all this momentum kids are so excited whether it's elementary or high school Mm -hmm. and how do we keep pushing that momentum and I've had amazing conversations with adults that have said we want in Mm -hmm. how do we get in and so it's let's plug them in and keep keep moving forward it's never going to be all highs the prayers that you don't have too many lows but it's just that consistent steady walk Mm -hmm. towards Jesus Christ yep Okay, so that we shelved atomic habits, yeah. um, and we're gonna keep it shelved. Oh, okay. So we're gonna That's end because I gonna, don't know what chapter we're. I on. know you didn't. So <laughs> some things work out, some things didn't. So we're shelving that. Um, you guys go ahead and finish that on your own if you want to. Um, we're gonna close up season here. Okay. And then we're gonna start the next season uh, next week. And Jess is looking at me all what sorts of funny. What are we talking about? So uh, <laughs> so we're gonna kind of carry on with some of the things that are going on at the church and okay. some of the lessons that are coming out of it. Okay. Do some um, two-minute drills type stuff where um, have some a couple questions and like, okay, how would you answer that in two minutes? And right. um, just kind of talk through some of um, behind the scenes okay. of – of church. I'm excited. Yeah. You guys are in on this when I'm getting in. I, am <laughs> like, where, I haven't seen Jessica for a like, week. So what are we going to do? I didn't have a chance to pitch it to her. So she just agrees. So we're just going house. with it. I'd tell you if I didn't like it. Yeah. So, awesome. um, to, and, and I think it will help our people, uh, see kind of some things that are going yeah. on in our church. But at the same time, I think it will help you guys who are not part of community mm-hmm. gospel to be, uh, inspired and encouraged. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're a part of our church or not. This will still be a great opportunity and avenue for you. And again, we're floating everything underneath the umbrella of this is how you make Christ known. Absolutely. Um, so the name of the podcast is Christ Known. And how do we do that? And that's what we're going to do. We're going to kind of always run things through that lens to help you. Yeah. Wherever you're at, whatever stage of life yep. you're at, make Christ known. So great. until next week, 
Um, we'll see you soon. All right. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Community Gospel Church podcast. If you would like to support this ministry financially, simply log on to communitygospelchurch.com and click the Contribute tab.